Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccemmet.org. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Philippians chapter 4, this last section of Philippians chapter 4. It says, verse 15, Now you, Philippians, know that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving, but you only. For even in Thessalonica, you sent aid once and again for my necessities. So Paul plants a church in a place he didn't even plan on going, and they become his biggest supporter. You know, it wasn't like Paul was like, you know what, those Philippians, they have money. That's a good place. I can go there, build a base, get support, go on. No, he wasn't even planning on going there. They end up being the ones who fund his entire missionary journey. And it's just the Lord's provision. We remember this as we look at the book of Acts. Paul left there, went to Thessalonica. He was only in Thessalonica for two weeks. Then he had to leave abruptly. They sent a gift while he was there. But then we, we learned that the second gift didn't get to him until he got to Corinth. And when he was in Corinth... He was stressed out. He was anxious. He was working a side job. He was trying to figure things out. Inside were conflicts. Outside were fears. He was just really messed up. And then Timothy and Silas came with that offering from Macedonia, and it says that he was full of encouragement. And the Lord appeared to him and says, don't worry, I have many people in the city. No one's going to harm you. And then the money came, and it says that Paul began to preach boldly. It really ministered to his need. He thought maybe he'd failed. Maybe God has abandoned me. And it was just God's way of showing him that he hadn't. And Paul would tell the Corinthians later that he robbed other churches that he might serve them free of charge. It wasn't that Paul robbed the Philippians, nor did he ask the Philippians for the gift, as we'll see. But it should have been in the heart of the Corinthians to meet Paul's needs while he was ministering to them. And so in a way, it wasn't really that Paul robbed the Philippians, but the Philippians actually robbed Corinth by taking the reward that could have been theirs. And that's really the the sad part about it. Verse 17, he says, Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. This is an interesting way to look at it. Paul wasn't concerned for his own need, but was happy that they were going to receive a reward from the Lord for having sent the gift. And verse 18, he says, Indeed, I I have all and abound. I am full, having received from Epaphroditus the thing sent from you, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. And this should be the heart of a giver. It's the gift to the Lord, a sacrifice to the Lord, because I'm grateful for what the Lord has done for me, not because I think I'm somebody's answer to their problem. That's never the case. You know, they have everything that they need in Jesus alone if they would just seek Him. But sometimes we can come along with a gift and be an encouragement to them and be the hands and feet of Jesus, but ultimately when we give that gift, we're to give it to the Lord. Now, I want to say this, and most pastors would say I'm crazy for saying this, but I think it's just ridiculous what's happened within the church, and that is is that we're not under the law. We're not under the law of God, where God's telling us that we need to be circumcised, which came before the Ten Commandments came, but he, doesn't, he tells us no. Or tells us that we have to tithe, or tells us that we have to do any of those types of things. We're not under the law, we're under 
grace, we're under a new covenant. And the New Testament doesn't really give us any amount of money, but it does require something of us. It requires you to give all, to give everything, your whole life, and everything in it. Now, as you come to Jesus, belongs to the Lord. That's a huge ask, but it really is not. And we understand it as the exchange life. I'm going to give my messed up, full of sin, full of yuck, full of awful life for his abundant and glorious life. And now what's mine is his, and and he is mine. He's my possession. It's a beautiful exchange. You give everything for him, and you receive him in return. In light of that fact, William MacDonald said that we shouldn't ask the Lord how much we should give, but rather how much, Lord, do you want me to keep? That's a different way to look at it, because it all belongs to the Lord. When discussing the offering with the poor saints in Jerusalem, Paul gave some guidelines to the church in Corinth, and I think that these are really the New Testament guidelines when it comes to giving, and I, and I want you to pay close attention to this. He says in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, on the first day of the week, which is Sunday, let each one of you lay something aside, storing up as he may prosper, that there may be no collections when I come. Paul says, I'm not going to come and beg for money. I'm not going to come and take offerings. He says, when you meet for church, Lay something aside, and here's the rule. As you prosper, if the Lord is prospering you, then give according to how much he's prospered you as, a, as an acknowledgement of that. Now, let, let's just say, let's say you make $10,000 a year. You're a single mom, and you're, you're, you're scraping by. Man, we want to help you. <laughs> you know, serving the children's ministry, don't give us any of your money. You know, if you, if you gave your money to the Lord, if you gave 10% of your, you gave 1000 bucks to the Lord out of your 10000 that you're living off of, I, I don't doubt that the Lord's going to bless that. I'm not trying to discourage that. But we, we're going to be here giving you $2,000 to help you out, you know, because you need that help. And certainly that's been the case many times. But if you make $10 million a year, we want at least half of that. You should be giving a lot more to the Lord if you make big money. I mean, that just makes sense. As the Lord has prospered you, right? And you think I'm kidding, but I'm not. <laughs> no, it, it really is. That's the way that it works. Is it's not about an amount. It's not whatever. And, it, and it really, it, there's more to it than that. And I think that this is even more important. And, and this, this kind of trumps that even as the Lord prospers you. Verse 7 in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7. 2 Corinthians 9, 7, Paul says, So let each one of you give as he purposes in his heart. What you decided, that's what you should give. What the Lord put on your heart to give, that's what you should give. As you purpose it in your heart. There's another place that talks about give with simplicity. That means no strings attached. You know, some people want to give. Well, I'll give if I'm, you know, if we're going to do it this way, then I'll, I'll, I'll be a part of it. Keep your money. Keep your money. That's disgusting. Don't, don't manipulate, don't try to control, you know, like you give it to the Lord and then you want to tell the Lord how he's supposed to spend it? No. No, we give to the Lord as an offering to the Lord. And, and then it's up to those in ministry to listen to the Lord. And if they misuse that money or they do something wrong with that money, that's between them and the Lord, but that's not your problem, Right? And, and so he says, let, let, give as you, as you purpose in your heart. Notice this, not grudgingly. 
Not as like, ah, oh, give money to the Lord. Okay, Lord, I hope you pay well, right? Not like that. I don't know anybody who would do that. But he's saying that's exactly what you shouldn't do. Not grudgingly. Now, there's sometimes we give grudgingly. We, should give, we shouldn't give grudgingly, nor of necessity. And, and this is important, especially in a message like this. What he's saying here, not because you feel compelled by guilt. Don't give out of guilt. God does not want guilt offerings. God does not want your money to absolve you of sin or some ridiculous thing like that. He says, don't give out of guilt. Don't give grudgingly. And then he says, and this is, the, this is really when it, when it comes to our giving, this is the way that we should give. For God loves a cheerful giver. A, a joyful giver. Be joyfully generous when you give. And the word in, in the Greek actually means hilarious. <laughs> I can't give this. Woo! Can't wait to see what God does with this. You know? That's how we should give. If you can't give like that, then just don't. Keep your money. We don't need your money. We don't, God doesn't need your money. God is not broke. But God will allow you to be a part of what he's doing, and that needs to be our heart when it comes to our giving and when it comes to those types of things. We want to be a part of what God's doing. We want to bless God's people. We want to be an answer to prayer. We, we, want to, we want to see God working, and I want to have a relationship with God where when I give, I know that God's doing something amazing with that. And, and that should be our heart when it comes to giving, not, not this other stuff, not the guilt and not the pressure. Verse 19, he says, My God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in Christ Jesus. And this is the beauty of giving. God is our provider. He's the one who supplies all we have. And giving is just an acknowledgement of that. If I, if I could give my life, if I can give my time, if I can give my resources, I'm just acknowledging that it all belongs to God. And he's going to provide everything that I need. And I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to manipulate God. He's going to take care of my need. And sometimes he shows us that in ways he showed me. Like, you know, I'm still grudging. Okay, God, here I am, you know. Yeah, you know, I do pay well. Shame on you. Watch. I was rebuked. I was rebuked by God providing that money. And I learned an invaluable lesson not to tempt the Lord. You know, and I'm, I, I'm sure people have learned worse lessons than getting $1,750 by tempting the Lord. But I definitely learned that lesson. And I realized, you know what, God's going to take care of my needs. I don't have to manipulate. I don't have to, to guilt him. I don't have to throw pity parties. God's going to take care of me because I'm his kid. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.